0: You are no longer part of the system. You are above the system, over it, beyond it. We're them. We're they.
1: We are the brothers. Yo, yeah, Are you done Told me to tell you. It's
2: about to go down. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. We back already. Another hey, week, there. another week in the books.
1: Saturday yeah. again. This is kind of becoming a trend. Yes, again. it is. Yeah, Saturday is becoming a trend.
2: We always busy on Friday nights, so hey. <laughs> but um, new week, new topics. Uh, what's next, well,
3: you know? We kind of bridging the topics a little bit.
2: Yeah, that's what we're gonna do today. But first of all, we got a special guest in the building today. Hold up. Um. I'm going to let him introduce himself Uh, He's a brother of ours A good friend of ours A good friend in ministry A family friend Like a brother to us all So Will he
1: say uh, his name right? hmm? Will he say his name Oh go ahead Give it up for the deacon Kevin D. Miller (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? What's What's up man? This
0: is Kevin yeah. I'm honored to be a special guest here today with y'all brothers. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes,
1: sir. we honored We're to have great company. Yeah, yes, man. He's the reason we didn't record last night. We got <laughs> yeah. his birthday party. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Just had a birthday, hey. man. Birthday,
3: should And Kevin, but, thank you for listening, you know, number one, too. You're a faithful listener. And, yes, sir. Uh, we definitely wanted to bring you on for you to share that big brother wisdom that you have given all of us individually, collectively, and hopefully we be able to, uh, <laughs> let you tackle some topics you know and share with the audience with us but yeah happy birthday to your brother how you feeling? Oh well, man, I'm feeling good man I'm feeling good in my body yeah, yeah man, that's,
0: that's
2: important man. it's always it's good for, on a, man, the like morning 10. after your birthday right right it's always well rested
3: yeah yeah well hey, before we get started I gotta let y'all know about this lie that my brothers forced me to be a part <laughs> of <laughs> see we didn't record last night mm-hmm. and uh I was pretty much a part of this lie that was told because they was trying to surprise Deacon Kevin on his birthday on a dinner. Now I clearly had told these brothers that, you know, I had to to DJ a wedding. And Well, you did not tell me that. No, nah, I clearly did. No, you did In the group text that you don't ever respond to. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me see. We were just talking about that. But uh, Rod pretty much had like uh, called me, it was like, hey, you know, I know you got you know, you got plans tonight, whatever, so this is the plan. We're gonna show up at the crib. You gotta kind of play it off, you know. Kevin would let him know at the last minute got canceled. Yeah, and so he pretty much uh, he was like like the snake to Eve. Hey, sucking me into the lie. Bro, you didn't say nothing about no wedding, a DJing. So Earl is trying to go back to his, he did his not. messages right now. Guys, he never responds to any of the group texts right there <laughs> at all. <laughs> so. Well, we're not surprised that, that he didn't see the message. It's all good, though. It's so yeah, it? really beside the point. But um, I'm happy that you was be able to be kind of surprised, brother. Yeah, um, man. Um, I'm sorry that I had to be a part of the lie. <laughs> <laughs> thought, man, I, it was I, a half-truth. I forgive it was, a, yeah. it was a white lie. It was
1: a yeah. white lie. A white lie. A white lie. A white I know one thing. Before <laughs> we get too serious, y'all missed a funny moment, though. Because Rodney was laughing at uh Jay Bruce's do-rag. Oh, yeah. Jay Bruce has been wearing do-rags since we met him, but I think. That's right. <laughs>
3: I but think- I, don't, I don't wear him in public. <laughs> nah. I don't do that. No. I'm I don't really ever guard. do back that. In that you yeah, did. Back Back, back the in the day, you did. Because you had a you, color you for 20, each outfit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You switched him up with every hat. But, like, that was, like, back when, like, you yeah, know... Yeah, that was It was hot. It was, was kind of hot back then, yeah, you know, but, yeah, y'all don't do that in public no more. Yeah, thank God.
2: And please don't <laughs> have a Superman hanging down. <laughs> I think
3: that's what it was, because Soldier
1: had the Superman the flap, like, it flaps? was up, though. The, the flap i talking about right now. <laughs> the flaps. He had the flap going up his head. Oh, yeah. then the top was, like, red at the top of his hairline.
3: <laughs> yeah, no flaps <laughs> in public or at the house, for that matter. If you see somebody with the flaps, they should be slapped on sight.
1: Yes, yeah, man. We, we used to make the bow, like tie the knot in the back. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Tied, yeah. Just
3: right. a yeah. so, little tie knot in the back, you know. I, is that a man law violation to have the flaps up? Yeah. Um, it's just, right? There's
2: too many people that done it. You know, that's a, you know, kind of taking back the boys in the hood when you know when the OGs had it. Yeah. You
0: know,
1: right. Can you know, you used to wear
2: do du- rags like that,
1: man? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, <laughs> you know, I grew my hair out a little bit now, but oh, we always yeah. put, we always put the little knot in. The back. Yeah,
1: yeah, no. yeah. I ain't never seen you wear one in public though. No.
2: Well, ain't nobody should be really wearing <laughs> the public anymore. You know, I know. In the early two thousands, that was a style. Like, yeah, like right, you say, I used you had, to wear them under the hat. Yeah, I used to wear them under my hats and everything. I never could get waves. I got the straight hair, so. <laughs> in the head.
3: That's in the only reason why I started wearing do-rags. Hey, we tried to get Rod some ways, bro.
1: So
2: many times. So many I times. I did so many things. I tried to put a texture as <laughs> it is. I box. put an actual perm in my hair. <laughs> uh, Rod had to kit. Uh, yeah, I, I tried <laughs> every... every. My hair was so slick, man, because it's bro, straight. But there was Hope at
1: one time, dog, because he had, like, some waves, like, on the left side of his head. Yeah, it was, like, like <laughs> two, like... Two little waves, right? Two bro.
2: little waves, you know? Did you brush your hair, like, consistently? Yeah, yeah, bro. I I tried to get... Bro, you, you know back when we was coming up in yeah, high yeah, school, yeah, waves yeah. was the thing. Like, right. you wasn't popping if yeah. you didn't have yeah, no, no waves. you, you wasn't black right. if you didn't have no waves. <laughs> you no you way. know what I'm saying? So I tried everything to get me some waves, but hey, it never worked. I just got straight hair. You know, hey... I was the first kid with sideburns, though, so I started stud- <laughs> on everybody because I styled my sideburns
1: yeah, in the in
3: fifth grade. Yeah, and that's pretty much like your school, you uh, 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 my trademark. Your trademark, <laughs> your signature. You know what
1: I'm saying? Like the sideburns got to be fresh. Yeah, let's face it, most of us will be bald in a few years. So <laughs> I regret I de- that in Jesus' <laughs> man. You got them beards. I don't plan on being bald in a few years. Hey, bro. it's
2: It's nah. happening to me already. I it's don't, happening to me I don't hide it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't
1: run from it. But hey and Bruce, you, you yeah. gonna take it Harder than anybody Look Cause y'all don't yeah. understand This brother loves his hair
3: I do I'm love my you. Cause my hair Is not like regular Black white like hair got so though. many
1: Different varieties of grease good <laughs> you to go to this room Mania Yeah, yeah. 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 It and,
3: down And I was saying like Hey, so somebody The other day I'm walking by And this girl She like stops me Puts her, her collar on hold It's like Come here I'm like, what? She like Picks her finger Like rubs my hair It's like See, I told you He ain't got that Like inward hair And I was like like what? Wow. And she, she was like, I told you. He's like white people hair. I was like, not white people hair, no, but I, it's like not yeah, just have not hair. nappy <laughs> hair, you know. You know, his mom has good hair though. She's like cotton candy hair. She's like yeah. hair almost like your mom. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, it's like good hair, but like it you can't really style it because any humidity, yeah, yeah. is gonna like tear it up like immediately, you know. So. When do we all become hairdressers?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. It just, it just, it just kind of. To no, the we spin. all gotta get a like a like conversation going before we get. Bro, into I something. just
2: got your text. <laughs> <came> That's <through. laughs> pretty <laughs> out of line. What
1: about him, DJ? No,
2: no. That I got. Bro, we clearly did, already established that. that. Day, you but, got that directly. But, no, but he said that he texted me something about the topics today, and I didn't get it, and I just got it. And
3: somebody ain't know, telling like, the truth. Maybe our, 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 <laughs> our networks are beefing. <laughs>
2: Anywho, let's dive into some topics today
3: I mean, you want to go ahead and just uh, Abridge what we left Ooh. off with yesterday Before we hop into anything new? Like, you what we left off with yesterday or last I mean, week? Yesterday, I'm sorry I'm, I'm saying See like, like be DJ like, last night like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm saying yeah, uh,
2: Last week, um, Last week, I know we kind of touched on it a little bit We, we kind of just mentioned Like the personal conviction uh, piece And we got a lot of feedback talking about that um, A lot of our listeners was like Hey Touch on it some more You know what I'm saying Like let's speak on it So what we want to do Is dive in a little bit today Um, And on the personal conviction piece The key word is going to be personal You know and I know last week We kind of spoke on uh, People Taking their personal conviction And preaching it as bible Or as law You know You shouldn't do this You shouldn't do that Um, But not having A biblical reference To kind of back that up so let's kind of just dive into it and some of our experience maybe uh, experiences maybe, um, and also you know some of our personal convictions. You know we'll kind of you know touch on that as well. So, um, kind of say personal convictions. Is it truly personal? What do you guys think? Like, is that something that? What are some of your personal convictions? Let's let's start. Let's kind of start there. Let's question mm-hmm. with what you Kev. That's, that's a good question, man. First of all, but so you know, one thing
0: I notice about personal convictions—we call them personal—sometimes, like mm-hmm. maybe maybe we talk about dietary laws, maybe we talk about the way that we dress or things <laughs> like that, you know. But. If the bible if the bible speaks about it you know especially we we tend to neglect the the first five books deuteronomy you know genesis uh exodus deuteronomy Le- leviticus and numbers mm-hmm. you know but god talks about a lot of the things that we call so-called personal convictions yeah then you know but some of my personal convictions Maybe, in uh maybe I don't wear certain things. Mm-hmm. you know, like take take for instance, what we were talking about earlier about the do rags. Mm-hmm. There are certain things I may wear a do rag in my house, but I won't wear it outside because of the stereotype right. you know,' what um uh, what we're looked at as as a as a young black man. you yeah. see what I'm saying? I despise stereotypes, yeah, you see what I'm saying for real. so for real. I mean, uh, but personal personal convictions, they should be personal. You know, and like you said, man, we can't we can't make them law, and we can't impose them on someone else. That's that's just how I feel about.
3: It. Hey, just real quick, because um, with all you guys being married and having families, mm-hmm. do you, being the the husband, the high priest of the home, mm-hmm. do you think it's right, or is it biblical, or whatever? to take your personal conviction and make that a standard for your home. Now that's good. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, this is my personal conviction. Take, for instance, let's just say with media. I'm saying like, uh, let's say, you know what? I don't want to have any type of secular music playing in my home, uh-huh, you know? Right. It's my personal conviction. Wifey may have grown up in a family where it's like, man, if I'm listening to some classics, whatever, yeah. it may not be gospel per se, but yeah. it's not anything raunchy, it's not anything that's like perverse. degrading or perverse, you know what I'm saying? Uh, profane. But right. I have no problem throwing on something, you know what I mean? That, that that's, that's, that's fine. Yeah. But but my husband, you know what I'm saying, is saying I don't want any secular music, so is that a personal conviction that should be ushered in or even with your kids? you know what I'm saying with your home and is that a fair thing that we do because I know that that was some personal convictions that I grew up under yeah. that my father had you know yeah. that I had to pretty much abide by it wasn't my conviction at all right. and as I grew up and as I left the house I realized I'm experiencing some things that I didn't experience you know what I'm saying right. growing up from media because for a long time I didn't go to the movies yeah. it's just, just for me personally <laughs> I, I think the first movie that I went to see honestly mm-hmm. was Drumline wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm being like, for real, for real. <laughs> yeah. A few years I know. Like, <laughs> and before that, yeah, you we went that to see too. one movie in Germany as a family that was a Mighty Ducks. And that was like only because it was like a community thing. Yeah. But outside of that, we didn't go to the movies. That was just my father's and my mother's personal conviction. Right. I would ask. They had no problem with me buying it on DVD when it, when came, it out. came out. And I was like, what is the right. difference between seeing it in theaters right. and then buying it? They're it's the exact it. same media. And right. so like, their, their personal conviction was like, with their spirits attached inside the movie theater? And you want to be in that surrounding, so I hit them with, well, I go to Walmart, and there's people who have spirits attached to Walmart or the mall, or we go to a convenience store, or we go to a theme park, what's the difference? If my Holy Ghost is operating, and I'm not convicted about what I'm seeing, if I can see it elsewhere in the privacy of my home, why am I not being able to do it? So when when I I got spiritually mature, my mom realized, okay, you know what? That was our personal conviction. It's not yours. Right. So go ahead. You can go see Drumline with your friends. Yeah. And outside of that, I was able to go like, go, go to the movies. So that was yeah. like, you know, yeah. what I grew up with. So how about y'all as far as like, is that right for you to... Put your own personal convictions With your family Everybody else I I believe it's all about Communication man And um
2: Being the leader of your home You have to communicate that And if it's your personal conviction And you feel strongly About something You have to communicate To your spouse Why you feel this way Or you know What you think that you know, maybe the outcome is because I think you would have had a better understanding, just like you said, with your situation with your father and your mother, if they would have set you down and explained it in detail and not just said, We don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It, 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 and, you know, in, not in retrospect, not after the fact, not after you, you know, you became a You know 16 17 year old and you really understood like why can't you know you put two and two together and you know they could have showed you the equation like we don't do this because of this you know and i think you would have had a better understanding so i really think it's about communication at that point to where you would talk to your spouse and say hey you know i feel a certain type of way you know you know this i don't want this and this to happen and this is the reason why i don't do this you know what i'm saying that's that's kind of my piece on it
1: yeah, I think, I mean, I feel pretty much the same. I think certain things, you know what I'm saying, kind of carry certain weights in a sense. Like, remember when we came back from Burma, you know, we said well, for like a month straight, we was going to wake up at five, you know, to pray or whatever. Uh, I'm not going to wake my wife up to pray. That was my conviction. That's something God put upon my heart to do. Yeah. He didn't say wake up the whole family to pray. You know? <laughs> yeah, they right. they got to go to work. You know, say to get up and stuff. You know, if it was on the heart to join me, that's different. But I don't think you should be like dogmatic. You know what I'm saying? Well, you I'm waking up did. at five. Yeah. You and Ishkar need to wake up at five too. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah. I think that's kind of that's kind of you know just being overboard. You know, but yeah. certain things, man. Like I've heard. This is not necessarily mine, but we kind of agree. We don't eat, really eat pork in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, and honestly, it's not even really a spiritual thing. It makes my head hurt. You know what I'm saying? But, it has for a while, yeah. Yeah, but I'd rather, i rather Ishkar not eat it too. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, just because... You know, of the type of meat it is, what it's known, what it's been said to do to our bodies as Black people or yeah. in general. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I would rather him not really eat it either. You know, now from oh. time to time, um, you know, there's been a situation where we eat a sausage biscuit or something, but you know, I try to really stay away from it. You know what I'm saying? So,
3: especially with him being so young, you yeah. like establish that as a a child, right? He's he not missing nothing. He not missing it. Yeah. Like it's kind of hard going from eating that, that good bacon and sausage, right. you know what I'm saying? All throughout exactly. you know, your childhood, and then all of a sudden you just cut that off cold turkey, so yeah, to speak.
1: You don't introduce it because you know it's going to cause harm. I yeah, think that's right. one of them things and you then, do pass yeah, down. Yeah, and you know? then
2: you're able to tell him, we, yeah. I, we don't do this, not you know necessarily because of the spiritual aspect, but I don't want you know you to have health problems right, right. You know when you hit your 30s, yeah, you
1: know what I'm saying? Blood pressure, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, blood pressure issues
2: and stuff like that, and I think that's the difference.
0: Oh, yeah yeah I, I mean uh me and my wife we had we had this conversation before, man. And one thing I realized, though, you know uh, in a marriage is it's it becomes dogmatic when you when you try to make your family do something that that God has told you to do, but out of love, sometimes you know your your wife may see what you're doing, and she may say, you know i'm gonna do it too mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying and and that goes over better than trying to impose what you're doing on right. them. Right. You see what I'm saying? Now, some things, though, some things and sometimes, yeah, it is for us to, if we're going to, because it's men and his husband are going to see things. God mm-hmm. is going to show us things. And some things, we we do have to take charge right. of it, And it's not negotiable. Yeah. But, you, you know, as far as personal convictions, yeah, like if I'm fasting, yeah, no, I'm not going to take away the, the family's food You know Yeah what I'm just saying? cause Everybody's you fancy Nobody eats But I
1: think <laughs> I mean, It's like that sure. situation I With uh Like Halloween Dude, Like Matt, bro. Your car won't be Dressing up Going to the house is, to get I was candy, just getting ready you know To mention Halloween bro yeah, that, Wow now, I, don't, I don't know if that's just I don't think it's personal I think Sherelle feels the same way Yeah We don't get down like that Yeah You know, you know what I'm saying He's not dressing up He's not going House to house to get candy Yeah If I want to give him some candy You know <laughs> Yeah ain't no yeah. trick yeah. Ain't no yeah I'm just hey bro You know you can have some candy But I mean you ain't You ain't Dressing up You know Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things Like you do have to Kind of say Hey my family We don't do that Yeah
2: (laughs) And it's it's a little Different for me Because you know Everybody knows I have a stepdaughter Which is my daughter But her dad Takes her trick or treating But she knows Like when she you know, it don't go on in our house, but she know like, he wants to do that for her. So I can't go to him and say, hey, don't you, yeah. you know, da 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 da," Cause this is, this is our personal conviction. This is what we don't do in this household. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't run anybody else's household. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, if she's with him, I, you know, you have to allow that. You know what I'm saying? Just because he's her parent as well. You know what I'm saying? So I can't force him like, you know, we don't believe that you, you ain't taking her trick or treating and that's going to cause an issue with us.
3: You you know well, what I'm that's saying? interesting you say that because with the godly influence that you and wifey are able to provide inside the house, you think at a certain time that Sanaya, as she gets older, she start kind of realizing. Yeah, she hey, may.
2: She, she may now. I mean, she's like able you know what? That choice.
3: I, I, I don't want to go trick or treating. Exactly. For this, that, and the third. You know exactly. what I'm saying? I, I love you, dad, but I just. Yeah, and I, I don't do that.
2: And before you know, before. You know that that influence was so heavy. You know it was just about the candy. It was just about her spending time with her dad, which I understood. You know, which is perfectly, which is perfect and fine. You know, she needs that. That's her. You know, her biological father. But you know, as the influence got stronger, you know, now she has her own convictions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's she's at the age where she can make that her choice yeah. herself. So you know, and it's not not us forcing her. It's not us saying, hey, you you know you know you don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's we we allow her to make that choice. Because, like I said, if he wants to take her, he's going to take her, you know, regardless of what we say or not. You know, if she's with him, you know, that's, that's on him. You know, him and her to make that decision. But she knows, you know, as far as our household is concerned, you know, we're we not going to knock on nobody's door and
3: trigger tree smell my Unless feet. we yeah. tell them about <laughs> Jesus. <Exactly. Yeah>. <laughs> not, <laughs> nah. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, Earl, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. This is going back to uh, the relationship episode. Like, what happens if you had a personal conviction when it came to like uh, short hair, as far as all, all women, whatever? Would would that be a uh, an issue as far as like, taking your personal conviction to be like, okay, this is not only my preference, but this is my conviction yeah. with, with you. I, I don't want you cutting your hair. I don't want you putting any color in your hair. I want you to, to wear your hair naturally or whatever, but I don't mm-hmm. want you making any type of additions, you know what I'm saying to that. Mm-hmm. Would that be right as a husband to, is, would that be forcing a personal conviction? Is that just like, is that one of the, the situations where you're saying this is like a, a, a non-negotiable fact?
1: Mm. Man, I think if stuff like that, you have to establish from the beginning, you know, and that's why I said that's the importance of uh, that's the importance of talking about you know what you like and what you don't like in that counseling stage, Mm -hmm. you know, because if you try to switch it up in the middle, it's probably gonna be a problem. If she been wearing short hair and all of a sudden, I want you to grow it out because I got a conviction, Uh bro. You probably should have had that conviction before y'all hooked up. She should have knew that, hey. Um, my interpretation of scripture or whatever is that, you know, I feel like you shouldn't have but your hair this way. convictions
3: change as you grow maturity? Mm. Yeah, yeah, but that's I'm the like importance too.
1: Uh, what I was going to get to, it's the importance of being equally yoked too. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Because say if you got somebody that may not be saved on your spiritual level, mm-hmm. it ain't going to go well. Right. <laughs> it's and not going to go, go well. So, But if you ain't up front, you know what I'm saying? I think, if you're equally yoked, yeah, convictions probably will change as we grow spiritually. And I think that's how convictions are. You know, what spiritual yeah. level are you on as you grow, they do change. You know, you get a little more, you know, um, you feel a, a certain way, a little stronger about something you probably did before. You know, before maybe it was cool for you to watch certain things and it didn't really bother you. But say, man, I'm trying to get closer to God or I feel like this is kind of like, you know, altering or faltering my love, my walk. You know, maybe I shouldn't listen to that. Maybe I shouldn't watch that. So I think as we grow They do kind of change They get stronger You know But I think in a marriage man That's something you have to From the get go A relationship Cause if you just change it And then say you say Alright nah you can go in And wear short hair Nah you can go Nah I don't really want you to wear it You, know, you gotta Once you change You know say so I'm Flip flopping Yeah
2: Cause at that point I think it's just Then it's just changing your mind yeah. Calling it your conviction It ain't conviction <laughs> Like uh, I just don't want you to do that So let me call it my conviction now Let, yeah, me, yeah, let yeah. me make the change instantly And say no, nah, I don't like that you know, and people will do that. You it know what I'm saying? And call it a conviction. Like, yeah, just like, mm, no, nah, I don't I do not do that no more. You know, yeah. just because they don't want to be associated with that at that time and point. And they'll switch it up real quick and be like, mm, the Lord told me not to do that. Like, you was just doing it last night. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you—I mean, and not to say that can't happen, but I think a lot of people, you know, use it in the wrong context and say, oh, you know, that's my personal conviction now, and I do it
3: that—I don't do it. Anymore. What's non-negotiable to you? Kevin, okay, I want to ask you, because you mentioned before there's certain things that are non-negotiable. This is like—I will not say Bible or canon, but this is like, hey, we're not about to argue about this. This is more than just my personal conviction. This is—this is Scripture. You know Or or not even scripture But this is just like What I'm gonna Stand upon Is some values you know, Like What's non-negotiable Well When I think about
0: Non-negotiable man Cause The, the spiritual aspect Is more important Cause I um Take for instance, I had a, I had a dream now. I'm not trying to over spiritualize it. I had a dream, but I did man. I, I had a dream man and uh there was a there was a snake that I was kicking around, you know, just kicking around, just playing with it, but it kept it kept lashing out at me, but I was just playing with it, you know what I'm saying? And then this little boy came along, he picked the snake up and bit bit his head off. So what that told me about the dream was like, I'm playing with certain things that my sons, my sons are going to come along and they're going to have to deal with it. You see what I'm saying? So when we talk about generational stuff, I don't play with that stuff, man, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and certain words and speaking, speaking certain things, you know what I'm saying? I, th- those are things that are non-negotiable. When we talk about generations, mm-hmm. that stuff is non-negotiable, you see what I'm saying? Exposing my children when they're innocent, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. thing because I I believe that right now we're at a point where we're forming our children normal. Mm-hmm. Whatever goes on in our home like if I'm if if I'm beating my wife's head in at home, that's what they're going to see as normal. Right. That's right. what my daughter yeah. is going to see as normal. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? So that those those type of things are non negotiable. I know that's kind of vast and it's not really specific, but I but that's, mean, well, that's, yeah, I, I think every
1: every relationship has it. like maybe personal things that they don't allow. But I think in general, you know, like if you ain't you ain't you don't get that with alcohol, right? Yeah. Like that ain't coming yeah, in my in general, house, you know? What I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, things like stuff that. stuff like man, that.
0: You know, that stuff and that. That goes back to what you said Earl. You know what I'm saying When you When you uh, get into a relationship You establish those boundaries Right Right. Exactly. But if my boundaries Are constantly changing yeah. Then that shows my wife That I'm in, I'm unstable. Inconsistent. You know what I'm saying And why should she Follow me anyway Right You know mm. Mm, That's so
1: true Very true I love it I think we talk about Well we talked about The teamwork thing too man Before And you think about The structure of a family I think it's changed so much In America Yeah Yeah. You know And I think If we ain't careful You know It'll get chaotic man But as a man It's not that you like I'm the boss You know As you say it goes But Like we should be leading man In a sense Like you should be You know, in a sense, general manager, coach, you know, players in a sense. But y'all work together, man. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I may see something you don't see from the tower, you know, but I trust your judgment too, you know, but man, we're working together. We all trying to win, right? So That's so true. Yeah, Yeah. that's what it boils down to.
3: So let me go ahead and flip a curveball real quick. Okay. Talked about from the man point of view, how about wifey personal conviction? Hmm. And then she says, okay, this is my personal conviction about whatever it is. Is that still playing? As far as we we a team, we equally yoked. I can be able to listen, or does it go reverse? Because normally, instruction goes from the head down, right? Mm-hmm. You know that, that's just the order of the hierarchy of, of of how I think a godly marriage should work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying the wife can't give any type of input or instruction. but I'm just saying, like normally when it comes to like things, it it, it flows from the head down. So. Would, that, would personal conviction still fall in that category of like, okay, this is, it can, can go to a two-way street? It's like, because yes. sometimes like, the Bible speaks about women being the weaker vessel, not being that they're weak-minded, but they're more spiritually inclined and more sensitive. A, yes, a man, lot of times men are, hear. you know? They can hear and see too. Especially so in a church service, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. A lot of times women is like, they feeling yeah. the, the spirit even stronger than what most men are. And so if like, she's like, mm. I feel something, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's not do that or yeah. whatever. And you like, Man, I ain't got no problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not my
2: personal conviction. Like then it goes back to the communication piece right, right you know what i'm saying if she communicates to you why just like earl gave the example of a coach and, a, and you're on a team if she got a different vantage point and she sees something different if she sees something coming that i don't necessarily see and she warns me about it and like hey let's let's kind of tailor it away and i think that's the that's a big piece you know I'm not saying stop right now yeah. you know what i'm saying let's let's back away from this you know what i'm saying let's 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 ease away from it that in that way it'll show you instead of just saying and that and I think that's for men as well if, if there's something that you feel strongly about that's changing in your convictions if you say hey baby uh, let's 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 not do it as much you know let's try to tailor it away yeah, then that way she'll still start to see or he'll start to see you know that okay I see why we're tailoring away from this. You know what I'm saying? Right. The communication and that teamwork, like I said, because if I see something from a different point of view that's affecting our family, then I can we can make those necessary adjustments together, not just saying, let's cut it off right now. We'll never do it again because we are grown. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And you're going to be like, you ain't going to tell me what to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'm grown. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially coming from a woman's point of view. If you're telling a man, like, you ain't doing this no more right. we as men finna be like
1: Yeah, you already put that and that's right. what usually yeah. happens yeah. a lot of times that you know what I'm saying that mechanism is coming right. up like we
3: shit. all say you ain't yeah, my mama ain't yeah. that right, right. <laughs> you know, who you talking to yeah. you're like you're feeling almost emasculated yeah, yeah. exactly
1: I, I like what Rod said cause like even going back to the like I don't know why we on that the coach and the GM yeah. thing a lot of times GM are, are have a structure for the organization you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying this is the way I need it ran I'll a get good personnel GM. Yeah, yeah a good one the coach is pretty much supposed to run that mm-hmm. but you'll be a fool not to let Listen to the coach Cause right. like He with the players Every yeah, day sure. So just yeah. like a And a wife In most cases She dealing with your children Yeah, mm-hmm. Probably more hands on Than you sometimes You know what I'm saying Cause you out Doing what you're doing right. Even though, even if both of y'all Are grinding So like You'll be a fool Not to say Let me listen to what She's saying Cause like She really hands on With them like All the time You know what yeah. So it's just like You ain't listening to that Man you setting yourself up For failure man Exactly You know Like you said Depending on what it is Now she like God told me tell you cut all, cut all Your hair off You know yeah. What, what scripture right, you know yeah, what, I'm what now come on yeah. be real but if he's face- telling us <laughs> hey babe. You know, I think um, you know it's on my heart that we need to just cut this financially right now. Like, yeah. let's not spend up more on this. That makes sense, first of all. Right. Yeah, it yeah. might be something to it. You might want to listen. You know, I'm <laughs> happy
3: you said that because I've seen that um, personally in a couple families. Like, when it came to like the daughter, she wanted to get like a certain piercing, mm-hmm. like a belly button ring or whatever, or a tongue ring, and like mm-hmm. the father's like, Nah, I don't. I don't want you to do that. And mom's like, Man, why you tripping? I, mean, I had one when I was her age. You know what I'm saying? It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's like, like look how you turned. Up. You, know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like you're right, like uh that would be kind of a, a, a flip side example of, of like how okay I'm with the child every single day. Right. And almost almost vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the, the father may be like uh I know uh kind of growing up, it was like, hey, you know, I grew up with, like, guns. You know what I'm saying? Like, a BB gun. So, like, the mom be like, nah, nah, I don't, I don't get down with any type of guns or whatever. Be like, I, I grew up playing with guns. Right, like, yeah. as a child, you know, yeah. cowboys and Indians, cops exactly. and robbers. I had a BB gun. Like, I was safe with it. I got no problem with my son. That's a BB gun. I don't want no guns in my house and this and right. that. So, like, yeah. is, that a, is that a personal conviction? Is that, like, just... How do, you, how do you bridge the gap? That's so that communication? That's another
1: communication, because yeah. yeah. you got to know your child, too. Like, right. some little boys do not need to play with guns, you I know don't, what I'm saying? I, I hate to see any little yeah, boy I really don't, don't like it guns. either. I don't even like I'm doing with their fingers. I don't let my kids do it in class either. Like, we don't play guns, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't know the purpose of them, you right. know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, a gun is made for either hunting or some protection or something like right. that. You know, it ain't for you to be shooting each other. Yeah. That, that ain't what it's for, so... Cowboys and Indians, I think to us, it was kind of innocent because we was old enough to maybe understand yeah. or just... Cowboys are innocent. We we understand everybody ain't Indians. Right. Cowboys, right. we ain't running around shooting <laughs> people. Yeah. But I think now the times we live in the yeah, times yeah, that's what it's like, like I don't say yeah that, yeah the times we live in. Too I don't want my, my boy playing with guns. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. so he understand what it's for because, because everything
0: it. is like a video game, right? Now, you right. know what I'm saying? And, and killing somebody on a video game is desensitization. You know, yes. what I'm yes. saying? it's too
3: easy. Yeah, all you do is have a brand new life. Yeah, that's it. You know, which don't happen in real life. And you can just turn on. You can literally. Turn on
2: Facebook And see a murder Yeah, yeah See a murder right. That's crazy Sad, Somebody man. Somebody getting killed You like
1: Uncensored. Did I just that's, watch this that's getting
2: so sick man Yeah so sick. I can't I can't watch it You know you know, people post fight videos and you look at them occasionally. But
1: when I strictly see somebody like with a gun, like cop shoots, I can't watch shoot them, somebody bro. head. Off. I mean, That's it's getting graphic, go. bro. Yeah, like it's getting graphic. but... No warning. Yeah. But like, man, I'm quick because sometimes it's men we have to watch it because there has been a couple of times I was gonna get shot, like a water gun. Yeah. And Shirela, I'm like, nah, I really don't want to play with guns. I'm like, you know, you're right. Yeah. You're right.
3: Hmm. You
1: know, so I know it seems innocent, but you're right. You know yeah. what I'm saying because. That little bit can turn into, you know, oh, yeah, you know, something crazy. You know, this is what I do when I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This gun can take care of it, you know, and that's why you have people taking guns to school and do a lot of kind of foolish stuff. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, like it. Let's switch it real quick. Uh, let's deal
2: with this one little last piece of personal convictions. Um, I know a lot of times we'll say, so and so gets away with more, Mm -hmm. they do more. Why can't I do what they do? You know, with your per- with personal convictions, but I believe that, you know, like we said at the beginning, it's it's personal. So somebody may be at a different level than you're at, but you can't. I don't. You, you know what I'm trying to say? Like people try to justify like, well,
3: they doing that and they still say, you know, why why I can't. Paul get away said it best. I'd be mean, like, Paul said it best. I think Kevin's probably thinking the exact <laughs> same thing. You know, like and people misquote this verse all the time so let's let's get it right you know what I'm saying it's not if meat offends my brother it's not what the Bible says it says if meat make my brother <laughs> offend Right. you know what I'm saying meaning that if basically Paul was saying I got no problem going down to the market and grabbing some meat that was sacrificed to Dagon I know it was sacrificed to an idol. He says, I know the idol is just an idol. I serve God Almighty, right. Yahweh. That's who I serve. And if you give me that, that beef, whatever, that was served up today, God, it's just beef to me. I'm going to bless it and I'm going to move on. But if somebody sees me buying that meat and they're like, dang, well, Paul's over there, you Run, know, know what I'm saying? E- e- eating that idol meat. And then all of a sudden, like, they're not in that same spiritual capacity that I am, and they end up slipping and falling. Like, you can have a Christian who, they can go to Applebee's, and they can order, you know what I'm saying, uh, a, a, a glass of wine, you know what I'm saying, like grab a beer, you know what I mean? And you have the other person who's struggling with alcohol. And, like, you know that brother's struggling. Why would you do that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Knowing that brother is struggling with that type of um, conviction or whatever in his own life, and so they end up falling. You know, so like that's why certain people I think can, like quote unquote, get away with more. They yeah. may be at a, a different level spiritually. So I think it's, it's our job, though, to be mature and realize who you're around. Like, you know what I mean? Who's your company? Who are you influenced? And who's drawing who? Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. And I think that's important, man, because some things can lead to
0: other things. You, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> gateway. Yeah. And it, yeah, that gateway, exactly but i mean we may we may look at people like you know they're getting away with this they're getting away with it but i mean the scripture says in proverbs 15 3 that the eyes of the lord are in every place you see what i'm saying so in actuality they're not actually getting away with it because we all know that we're gonna have to stand before god the creator on that day and he's gonna judge us accordingly you see what i'm saying so we're not really getting away with it but we do have to be mindful of who we're around because you know what what that says is i'm not gonna do this in front of you. I'm mindful of, of my company. I won't do it in front of you if it's, if it's gonna make you stumble or throw you off. You yeah, see yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that nobody, I don't think anybody's getting away with anything. Just like a
3: different level with their spiritual walk. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I think people just will put it in those terms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just based on looking from the outside. Right on, and, right, like, right, yeah. You getting away with that. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, you almost people who find themselves being kind of jealous of you know. People yeah. Like, yeah, 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 you know
1: It's a it's a couple of ways to look at that too. I think a lot of people who say that about certain things, like maybe somebody who drinks, watches a movie, or something like that. You gotta look at the level they're on too. Yeah. They may be looking up to you. That's why I think going back to what Jonathan's saying, it's important to know yeah. who's around you. Who's like for around. example, there are certain conversations I may have with Kevin or with any of y'all in the room. Yeah. That I wouldn't have necessarily with exactly. somebody that just came you know what I'm saying? saying? Because right. I, I wouldn't wanna throw them off. Right. But um, I was looking at Romans two on fourteen it's saying everybody's gonna give account. Yeah. Everybody yeah. gotta everybody. give account to God. So I mean, like you say, ain't nobody getting away. Right. Nothing. Everybody gonna look at the, everybody gonna face a judge, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it's it, it is important, man, like Going back to personal conviction, me personally, I don't drink at all. You know, mm-hmm. I know so I got close friends who don't mind. You know, every now and then, but I don't drink at all. But that's just me. You know, but I I know the people who do drink, they don't do it in public. You know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. it's not a thing where they have turning up. You know, I'm yeah. saying like it's maybe in in their home. You know, yeah, or whatever. So I mean, it's just one of them things. We just got to be mindful who's around. You never know. Who's watching You know Who's looking at you Because you may not Get to explain yourself To that person You're right You, know, you yeah. may not You know They may see you From a distance You
0: know <laughs> One thing I realized Man Somebody always sees you Always Somebody is always watching I think y'all did a song uh, They watching us yeah. Oh, yeah Yeah You know Somebody is always watching Man So I believe You know And even like the scripture says uh, I believe it was in Hebrews You know We're surrounded by Such a cloud of witnesses Cloud of witnesses. We have an unseen yeah. audience Yeah That we really have to be Mindful of because the unseen audience, you know, they're uh, they're ministering spirits to the heirs of heirs of salvation. You know right. what I'm saying? So if they're supposed to be serving us, then then and we're doing something contrary, then you know,
3: yeah. At the end of the day, that's right. Yeah, right on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? All right.
2: Okay. So topic number two. Um all right. seeing as we all believers in here, um right. kinda wanna get everybody's perspective. Oh, thank you, sir, for the <laughs> for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you, sir. All right. Um just um what do we think the body of Christ, how we look, you know, how we're perceived how the world views us um, as the church, you know, not a specific local congregation, but overall, you know, as the body of Christ. How are we perceived? How are we received um, when we go out to, you know, share the good news of the gospel or we run into a co-worker, you know, run into somebody at Walmart? Um, how do people receive us? Do, do they receive us or do we get kicked back instantly? You know, is the church still that? that place of refuge, you know, so let's kind of dive Ecclesia.
3: into that. Yeah. <laughs> let's kind of dive wow. into that. That's it. Mm-hmm. I not, mean, I got, I got a personal opinion about that, but I'm going to let, let no, the cap go go. go. go ahead, ahead, go. Man. go uh, ahead, man. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. I think that, this is just me, and, okay. and I can't speak for everybody, but I think that the church right now specifically is under attack. Mm-hmm. I think that it's perceived widely as a joke. Mm. Just for the simple fact, it's not even just hypocrisy. Yeah. It's been always been about hypocrisy for years. I think it's just the fact that you have so much hype, so much sensationalism, Mm. so much uh, strange Um, fire. Entertainment. Entertainment, you know what I'm saying? Like ticket sales, whatever it may be, that it's become, you know, like a joke. But. When disaster happens yeah. and when tragedy yeah. happens, I think that the church is still widely respected because when it comes down to it, um, I think John Hagee said this. and so this was kind of powerful. It's like um, liberalist and like you know even the homosexual agenda and whatever it may be, they always coming down about the church. The mm-hmm. church, the church, the church is this and that. Right. But in uh, even big government, it's like you know coming against the church. Yeah. But we the ones paying taxes. Mm. We the ones that, that are, like, working. Yeah. We the ones not necessarily on welfare. We the ones doing the right things, not in jail, voting, right. following, you know what I'm saying, the biblical princes, the,
1: the laws of the land. Though right. so we have some shutting down, yeah. ain't a lot of them shutting down. Right. right. And so
3: it's right. like, the church is what's... Do it right. What's keeping the country necessarily afloat? Mm-hmm. People who is screaming, you know, what I'm saying bloody murder and doing all this—they the ones dodging taxes. They the ones, right. you know, what I'm saying, not working necessarily. I'm not saying that all Christians is like doing doing it right. right. I'm just saying, like from a, from a most part, right. from from a wholehearted standpoint, the church is what's you know, what I'm saying, keeping. Stuff together, right. you know what I mean. Just because that's what we are raised on, that's what our biblical values are standing on, and this is what we put our time and our efforts in. You know, mm-hmm. I think right. I think when tragedy happens, like a Katrina or or 9/11. even like nine right. eleven, you know, churches are full. Yeah, they're looking for the church. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's when we gotta. Change that culture and that perception that it's not just when tragedy happens. Yeah. The church is Damn. relevant or That's being good. effective. That's we good. have to be relevant and effective regardless. It shouldn't this be when like we got a Michael Brown, right. you know right. what I'm right. saying, right. a Trayvon Martin, you know, that we standing up. And we gotta stop letting the Reverend Al Sharptons <laughs> Speak for us, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You because the name. <laughs> <laughs> I did, you know what I mean? Because it's like you got Reverend in front of his I name. But, Jesse don't yeah. speak for me, but, but, but he, he, he don't speak for me. He really don't. I'm not saying yeah. what well, what he's done hasn't been you know successful, but that's not the church, you know. That's what I mean, right. as far as what I believe that God wants the church to be a spot, right on. wrinkle and exactly. blemish, you know. So that's exactly. me.
0: I dig that, man. I, I definitely do. I, I hope y'all brothers don't. Mind no, me. go ahead, man. But yeah, man, uh I believe when we when we talk about this we have to we have to make make the uh the proper uh draw the proper line because There is a difference between the church as an institution and the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, the church as an institution, I I hope I don't sound too controversial, but I think the church as an institution is losing its influence. Mm, We've got hundreds of pastors stepping down, Mm. just leaving their churches, leaving a flock to hirelings, you know what I'm saying? People people who are just making money off of the gospel, things of that nature. But as far as the body of Christ, the body of Christ is always going to be doing what she's supposed to be doing because... It's, the, it's Christ's bride. Yeah. You know, uh, I believe that the influence started to uh, degradate a while back, when we when we uh when we started making fun of pastors, you know right. things of that, especially especially in the so-called black church. Yeah, right. You know, we, we we become common with our pastors, and we have shows where they make fun of pastors and things. You know the old Jerry yeah. Curl yeah. pastor. You right. know, all come, about money. Yeah, coming to America, pastor, yeah. all about money, things like that. You know, and those are the things that are that are blasted on on media. Right. A pastor like that, a pastor all about money. Things of that nature, but you don't see the pastors that are out in the community. You don't right. see the so pastors and, a, and a, yeah, the brothers and sisters of Christ going over, going overseas, and you know, and really making a difference in the community. Yeah. You know, so I believe that the body of Christ is doing what she's supposed to do. Amen. But as far as the church are a building, the church as an institution. You know, I, I, yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is a lot of it is our fault, man. Yeah. You know, we lost focus in a lot of ways. You know, if you look back in history, like the first churches we talk about all the time was really. It was a main source of education, yeah. man. Mm, exactly. It like was educating, you know, they was in the community for real making a difference and on top of that, they was learning the Bible. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it was a good balance. I think now, like I said, we so off and stuff we do, you know, it's just concerts and we say it's evangelism, but it ain't nothing but a bunch of church folks. It's, yeah. it's not evangelism. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? We, we say that. You know we uh we reaching a community but man where's our tutoring programs at? you know why are we sending all of our kids to public school and i'm a teacher you know what i'm saying and i'm still saying that like there's not a lot of christian schools to work at in this city i don't really know of any really
2: there's only one in temple
1: yeah you know what i'm saying so like there's you know, we can complain, but there ain't no schools out there. You know, so we got to send all our kids to public school, so we're not educating like we started doing. You know, we really done got away from Bible because everything is entertainment-prone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything is, like I said, to reach the youth, but... You know, what youth are we reaching you know what I'm saying? We're reaching man. we really reaching you know is it just about a conference to to get a big offering you know right bring a big name in to get a crowd you know what I'm saying or or a big celebrity or artist you know that's where our focus is at right now.
3: where's so. the unity though because I'm saying like you can walk down the streets oh my I was oh, my bad my bad bro. I was just saying like me. <laughs> Going off of what you just said yeah. though, I'm just saying yeah. Like you, you can throw a rock And hit four churches yeah. Right Yeah right. that's <laughs> true Very true <laughs> You know what I'm saying country. Like across the street You know yeah. And like They all got their own Separate schools Yeah they don't believe Same like, team I mean, different, Yeah different exactly. teaching, You know, And it's like My guys and, and, and they won't support each other You know like right. I'm, I'm not coming to your event You didn't yeah. come to my event Last yeah. week You know yeah, exactly. It's
1: like gangs man Straight up <laughs> Like mm-hmm. You know My set My church oh. over here We rep this and You know what I'm saying Yeah
3: we do with that. I had a dude tell
1: we visited a church not too long ago, and um, he was asking something, like, well, we affiliated. One of the guys actually came with us. <laughs> this man said, nah, we full of gospel. <laughs> like, wow. wow. said a whore, too. What dog can you claim? Yeah, yeah, like, seriously, bro. Like, what does <laughs> that really have to do with anything? You know, we all believe yeah. in Jesus, right? Like, yeah. yeah man. I think, have gospel. I <laughs> think
2: um, nowadays... Um, My point of view is I think that we've we've made God such a God of convenience. We want him to fit into our schedule. You know, with with how busy our lives are, you know, with us hustling, bustling, doing the everyday, you know, 9 to 5, got to get kids, got to get that a lot of times we, we push God to the side and don't make him a priority. Yeah, right. So if, if we as the body of Christ don't make him a priority, you know, if we as believers don't make him a priority, the world is not gonna see that. You know what I'm saying? They could Because they look at us and, you know. We setting an example. Exactly, we're, we're the only Bible that some people will ever read and they're like, well, you know, he's struggling, he, you know, he say he go to church, but, you know, he, you know, he just seemed like he just running. you know. He don't have time for nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we've made we've really made God such a God of uh, we want him we want Him to be such a God of convenience, like fit into my schedule, Lord. Yeah. Then I'll serve. Yeah. I mean, we even have churches that that advertise we got 30 minute services. Mm,
1: that's
2: crazy. Man. Like like drive through and get a blessing. Drive through. That's exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, it's, and, and let me let me put this out there. It's it's not about the time that you're in church because. God could move within the first five minutes and you could be done. You know what I'm saying? So, and we grew up, we, we in a church that we, people, you know, people clown us all the time, be like, man, y'all <laughs> still in church? You know, it'd be three o'clock in the afternoon. They be like, I rode by y'all church. Y'all still in church. You <laughs> what know, church is at, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think that, you know, we've made God such a, you know, such an right. afterthought.
1: Yeah, man.
2: You know, to where He's not in the forefront of our minds a lot of times, He's, a, he's a second option you know right. we figure if we can't do it on our own then I'll we'll, go then we'll go to God you know yeah. and that and that was that's what kind of hurts us because then when we go to when we go to minister somebody or you know preach the gospel to somebody he's he's not in the forefront of our mind yeah you know <laughs> he's that afterthought he's like oh, okay since I ain't got nothing to do I guess I'll go out with the street team today yeah I go and talk to my neighbor. Yeah, I go talk to my neighbor since I'm free today. So I ain't got nothing else to do. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not busy today.
3: Or or even if somebody brings to you like an emergency, is your first thought to pray? Or is it like, you know, tell what I'm them saying? i pray about it. Well, I'm gonna pray for you. Or or, or I mean like that it that even happened right away. It's like saying, Man, uh, hey, hey bro, I'm i like really struggling, you know what I'm saying, in my marriage, whatever. It's like, oh man, you probably didn't need to drop her or like oh you know, come over here and, you know what I'm saying, kick it with us tonight. We're gonna go out to the bar or whatever. Yeah. Instead of like, hey, bro, let's pray about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is that, is that our first mentality? If Give we. You godly counsel. If we, the church. Yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? If we truly, the church, it's time for us to really be about it. Yeah. yeah I, think, I, th- go ahead, okay.
0: uh, I think, I think, I think what you said, Rodney, was, was was profound, man, because really what, we, what we've endeavored to do is. Uh, make God fit in our culture and not for yeah. us to fit in the culture of God. Because yeah. God is a culture within himself. Like, like he gave us, he, he left us everything that we needed. The scripture says that we have everything that pertains to life, right. godliness. You know what I'm saying? But we want to live so comfortable, man, and you know, and, and go into scripture and pull out a scripture that validates what I'm doing. Right. And everything like that. You know, I got this job, I gotta work overtime. Well, the scripture says that a man who doesn't <laughs> take care of his family is worse than an infant. Them, right. But you got four cars, man, and you paying yeah. for you know what I'm saying? Right. And all of this. You know, so I mean we're 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 uh we're just bogged down with a lot of a lot of different stuff, man, but it's definitely hot time for the for the for the church, like you said, uh so you know, uh, uh
3: for the ecclesia to rise, man. Yeah. High time. It's about the time because when like I mentioned before, when tragedy strikes, or even before tragedy just people still look at the church and they look at the church for either two reasons either for help or to point figures. yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like we get looked at. Yeah, you're right.
0: Regardless, either to help or to point fingers. But yeah. real talk, man. When uh, when Katrina when she, when Katrina hit, you know, I was on Black Planet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all remember Black yeah, Planet? Yeah, we man? Black and, Planet, uh, baby. You know, I was I was chatting I was chatting on there, man, with uh, with some folks, man. And uh, this guy was like, he called himself the Antichrist. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And so he was like, you believe in this God? You know what I'm saying? Well, why would God allow this to that? Did you not see the pictures of the floating dead babies? You know, what? It, so what are you saying? That God God loves stuff like that? And, mm-hmm. you know, that was a few years ago. And I, I was like, I didn't, you know, all I could say was, you know what I'm saying, man, I'll just be praying, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you have to, we don't know everything.
1: Mm-hmm. No, we don't. But that's, you got to be real enough to admit that. Yeah. You know, we don't. It's a lot of, like I said, atheists on my page. Them, them guys know the Bible in yeah, and out. It's not that Bible, I don't know my right. Bible, but it, it it should bring some kind of conviction. Like we talked about to mm-hmm. let me study a little deeper. Yeah. You know, to see what angles they're coming at. So, I, you know, not know how to argue. Right. But if yeah. somebody has a question, man, I can exactly. explain that. They may have ran into that dude before they ran into me. Hey, yeah. well, This guy told me this. Well, let me tell you why he told you this. This is the angle, you know. But I think um, I was just thinking about our conviction as a church as we started talking about that. I think that's our problem We've lost it Like we don't have any In a lot of ways You know yeah. There's so many Our culture says you know, There's no absolute truth Yeah you know? mm. Whatever you believe Is true is true You know But like As believers Like with God Not being at the center And him teaching us How to live in those Gray areas And the yeah. areas Where they say There's no absolute That's the absolute truth That Bible You know yeah. We done got away From that that's why we have this division. There's no right. unity because everybody believes something different. You know, right, yeah. now, what this scripture means to me is, you know, is yeah. this and what it means to you is you. So whatever you believe is true, whatever I believe is true. Yeah, exactly. man. Yeah.
2: yeah and that kind of leads up to the to the next point in this topic. Um, what I want to say, that's a very valid point that you just brought up. Is there a limit to what the church should do to compel the world to come? the reason I say that, and I'm not putting anybody on blast, I'm not saying it's wrong, you know, because I don't know how many people it reached, but I actually seen a church have a rave on a Sunday morning. They turned their sanctuary into like, they took all the chairs out had a rave. You know, I was like... I, you know, part of me was like, oh, that's cool. You it, know? it was in Austin, right? Yeah, I believe it was in Austin. It was in Austin. You I know, I, I, part of me was like, that's cool. It could be effective. like, And like I said, I don't know how many people that reached. Yeah. So I dare not say, yeah, y'all wrong, you know, for doing that. But should there be a limit on what we do as the body of Christ to compel somebody to come?
1: Yeah. Well... I, my thoughts has been, especially the last few years, Church, anyway, not Body of Christ, himself. Yeah, church is really a, a business like any other business. And that's just, you know, people may take that the wrong way. But we advertise, we do stuff yep. like we have church for 30 minutes, you know, that advertisement. That's to bring people in, mm-hmm. you know, because they realize that if you hear... that somebody hears we got church for 30 minutes, so they ain't there all day. So maybe that'll right. build my, my membership. So maybe a strategy, you know, I don't, like you said, I don't know how much the rave reach, reached either... But I know one thing, a raid was it a rage or rave? Yeah, I don't know how many it reached either, but I know that stuff you really got to communicate in your church because, you know, you got some older members that came to church that day, you know, <laughs> yeah, hope <they>, you didn't <laughs> run somebody off trying to bring people in, you know, but at the same time, it's like, I guess you have to balance. You got to strategize. You felt like that was going to work? I hope it did. <laughs>
2: yeah, like I said, I hope it did. And it, and you know, just looking at it, you like, it's kind of shocking. Yeah. like, man, they took it there. You know what I'm saying? But, but I don't where know, do you it, draw the line? Yeah, at. I don't know if that was the unction of the Holy Ghost to say, hey, boom, this is what's going to work. This is what's going to
1: draw the masses in. Sometimes you, know, you, you just hard to tell if it's like, is it just what's best for business? Or is it really to bring people in? Because that goes even to with musicians, you know? Like, let me make sure I got the best drummer, the best keyboard player. Because when people come in here, this praise team got to be rocking. Right. You know yeah.
3: what I'm saying? What, did y'all remember the, the, the Facebook video that went viral and... People were arguing on both sides. I think it was E. Dewey Smith out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He... Uh it was the only clip they showed was them playing uh, a bunch of secular music. I have the, the air quotes up <laughs> in, in the church service. And it was like kind of um, dancing to it. Nothing was profane or vulgar. Yeah. And so that's all the clip showed. So people was going in on the comments saying like, this is what a church has gone to, man. There's nothing that's sacred or holy anymore. And really the real story behind it was the fact that it says every single year we have an opportunity for um, people to bring musical suggestions like for our anniversary and they can't be anything profane anything degrading anything with you know um, that's that's, 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 that's like you know lifting up a a so something that, that's wrong, right. so to speak, and from different cultures, you know, like starting from like, you know, the baby boomers, you know what I'm saying, their generation, you know, from the 60s and 70s to, yes. you know, the, the 80s and 90s to 2000 and now going into like, 20 you know, 2015 or whatever. We let them play their music and like, everybody can kind of appreciate where the genre has gone. And that was the purpose of it. They do yeah. it every year they don't do it every single time but they didn't show that clip you know or, or the, even the explanation behind it and the pastor yeah. was like i didn't really feel a need to really explain this but i will since everybody's uh-huh. talking about my church yeah. like yeah. that you know what i'm saying yeah. but yeah. that's the perception of the church you know that's what i mean amazing. like and but is that almost going too far it's like okay was that necessary for me to reach the lost is for me to bring people in by them saying that we have a cool church you know what I'm saying? Like, church is not stuffy. We're not boring. We're not traditional. We can do things outside of the norm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, in order to kind of get our point across or even, like, sell the fact that we have fun in church. Yeah. yeah. You know? I think I
0: think there is a limit. I, I, I think there is a limit. I, I don't know what what happened at uh, Pastor E. Dewey Smith's church. You know, I did, you know, I, I've been... I was an acquaintance with him a while back, you know what I'm saying, and, and our acquaintance, you know, it had an impact on me. So I, I definitely wouldn't judge according to that one that one clip, you know. But I do think that there is a level of compromise that is taking place in some of our churches, even in our communities. You see, what I'm saying. I mean, because we're, God God put out a standard. You see, what I'm saying, if we have to if we have to compromise to get some someone or some, some, uh, a group in our church, mm-hmm. then we're gonna have to compromise to keep it. Whatever got you started is what's mm-hmm. gonna keep you going. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I don't believe that we'll have to compromise. Jesus came preaching one message. He didn't come entertaining anybody. You see what I'm saying? And matter of fact, the message was already being preached by John the baptizer. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, or mm-hmm. the kingdom of God is at hand. You see what I'm saying? So the power, of the message, or the power behind it drew the people. It wasn't uh, uh, sensationalism, emotionalism, entertainment. It was offensive. Entertainment. You see, yeah, it was offensive. It was offensive. You yeah. see what I'm saying? that people were drawn to it because it, it made them pay attention. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? This is contradictory. You see what I'm saying? I do believe that we're living in different times. I believe that everyone would, would agree on that. Yeah. Things are different right now. So we yeah. do have to do something different. But as far as compromising a lot of the things about the New Testament were left open-ended you see what I'm saying is the formal the, as, uh, as far as the formality of the way that we right. do things to win people and, and churches and everything you know uh, but we uh, we still we can still uh, set that limit you know what I'm saying of how far we will go and how far we want
2: okay and, that, and that's a good point but who sets that limit It has to come from the top though. And yeah. and what and what is the limit? Because the only reason I say that is
3: because my views is gonna be different from somebody else's views. Hey, tie the points together. Because I was really gonna ask this question before. So guessing who sets the limit? Yeah. Start from the top, right? Okay, the, the pastor of the, the church, and at what point does his Personal convictions. Kick in. Kick in and then what is he saying, okay, this is my personal conviction, so I'm only gonna do this. But at what point do I say, okay, this is now gonna be church-wide? This is what I'm gonna preach from the pulpit as a standard. Yeah. It may not be necessarily out the Bible specifically, like a biblical like tenet that we're gonna uphold, but it's a standard for my church. This is my standard. Like, okay, take for instance, you can say, no one's gonna be wearing pants on my platform. You know, I'm saying, or or, or 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 shorts in ministry. Yeah. Like, you do that on your own time, whatever. But when you're on this platform, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, like, you're not gonna wear any shorts, or, or you know, or, or, yeah. or, or, or women not gonna wear pants. Yeah. That's how. That's the standard for my church. Yeah. It's it's it, it's my pastor's personal conviction. Now, almost everybody who's a woman up on that platform, I know, outside of church, wears pants. Wears right. pants. It's not their personal conviction not to wear. Stance, you know what I mean? But they on the platform, the they respect the pulpit standards. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's a standard. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, okay, at, w- at what point do you like di- di- differentiate between standards and personal yeah. convictions?
1: Yeah. That's exactly where you make a choice, though. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. what role do you want to play in your church? Right. You know, because. Talk about it. I'm not going to get too <laughs> personal. I'm not. But... <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> Talk about it. Look. If you know you have a problem with not being able to wear pants, maybe you shouldn't sing on the praise team. You know right. what I'm saying? True, you yeah, you have an option. You know what I'm saying? I'll talk about myself later. But as far as like the the pulpit is concerned, when you join a ministry, you trust in that leadership. Okay, right. you but should. Yeah, yeah, you you should trust it. Now, if he's telling you to do something crazy, you know, off the wall, maybe you should leave. You know, if it's or if it's like way outside the Bible, but he's always going to have some kind of. Something you may not necessarily agree with. Like I know for our for our example, Bishop has always been I don't eat pork. You know what I'm saying? Like he don't eat it at all, you know, pretty right. much. But I know there's members in our church that eat pork. Yeah. You know, he ain't said every minister in my church, if you eat pork you ain't you ain't a minister no more. Right. Yeah. But as far as that pulp is concerned, I think you gotta respect them rules, you know, and just pretty much it's a choice. You don't have to be on that auxiliary. Right. Like I know for me, the way I dress the church after the time, I'm probably not gonna like me preaching on Sunday morning Yeah Unless he feels like There's a need You know I need that You know that's right. what I need But I think we all play a role In the body of Christ too Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't believe I'm a suit and tie Uh orthodox type of dude. You know, I don't I don't believe that, you know what I'm saying? But like maybe it'll change, maybe it won't. You know, but for right now, if you feel like I have what you need at that moment, maybe you want to pull something else. We do it as as a team. Everybody's, yeah. you know. To, yeah, I need long. him. I need him to run the ball right now. Uh-huh. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. Cuz his style of running yeah. is what's what going to get need, us where we, we need to him, be. Bro. So, I think we all play a part, but I know there's certain stuff that I probably wouldn't ever be able to do right now. You know what I'm saying? But, but I still love my pastor, though. But his convictions about certain things, like he don't wear shorts. I rock shorts all the time. You know what I'm saying? Right I don't now. now. Yeah, got not <laughs> shorts now. You know what I'm saying? But right? as far as what he teaches, as far as like biblical truth principles, I follow him, man. You know because I believe it lines up with the word. You know yeah. so. I think as long as you get to that point, some I heard at a conference one day. As long as man, we're influencing culture, man, and like culture ain't taking over our church in a sense. Like the world ain't influencing yeah. us and in making us. You know, we should work. We should strategize, figure out what's going on, to be like you know strategic. Yeah. But like man, we ain't all gotta you know be in the pulpit cussing to reach somebody that cuss. Yeah, you know, right. mm. they should they should see a difference. You know what exactly. saying?
0: Man, like, <laughs> I heard I heard a quote one time. Man. As a matter of fact, I read it. Um, we we as Christians we're we're given the task to identify with the culture not, without looking identical to the culture. Right. Mm,
3: say that That's again, sir. Say that again. So, yeah, that we, we
0: have to we have to I, be able to identify with the, with culture, the culture without uh, being identical to the culture. Amen. Because if we can't if we can't we cannot reach. And me and Rodney we were talking about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. If I if I don't know the language of someone else then I can't reach them. You see what I'm saying? It's just like I'm trying to teach you Spanish, but all I know is Spanish. I don't know your language. Right. So therefore, huh. I can't I can't articulate anything to you. Mm. So, you know, just like if we if we don't know if we don't know what's going on outside our churches, we can't reach people and bring them in. Yeah. Right. You see what I'm saying? And people already have a certain perspective of, 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 of certain, you know, of what the minister looks like, what the preacher looks right. like. You see what I'm saying? But I, I, I'm that type of guy. I want you to be able to look at me and be like, man, he don't know nothing. But then, you know what I'm saying? When I open my mouth, I'll right. be able to tell yeah. you your whole life, prophetic evangelism. You see what I'm saying? So I mean, I think sometimes we do usurp authority because the the overall authority is given to the Holy Spirit. Right. And he is just like the Dr. Richard Booker, he wrote a book on it called The Scarlet Thread. The Holy Spirit is the scarlet thread that links the whole body together. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? We, the body of Christ being right here in Killeen, Texas, to the body of Christ being in Australia or Europe, you right. see what I'm saying? We're all on one accord. So I guess in a sense, man, some 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 churches as institutions have become occultic because the pastors wanna pump an agenda without mm. it being spirit led. Mm. Yeah. And then and use that authority to
1: control the part the right. members. You will dress you know this what? way, you will eat this, you and, will listen to this music. Yeah,
2: yeah. and that's and wow. that's and that's so key, Occulted. man. And wow. And, wow. You know, everything comes back to that team mindset, you know, and I use, I use sports in a lot of analogies, just like we kind of use it earlier when we talked about the personal conviction piece. Every It's all like a team, because if you have that GM, you have that coach, you have an offensive coordinator, everybody plays a different role, but everybody has the same agenda to win the game.
3: If you're successful, exactly in a functioning organization,
2: exactly, and and, that, and that's the purpose. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We all supposed to have the common goal, but I think where it gets muddy is when people have hidden agendas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When people like, no, well, we should do it my way. Well, you the offensive coordinator, you shouldn't be really telling me what to do on defense.
1: You running that GM's program,
2: exactly. He he assigned you to be the offensive coordinator. He didn't assign you to be the defensive coordinator. Now you can give me a suggestion what you see might my- right but you don't you you're not dictating you know you're not dictating what goes on over here and I think a lot of times we don't lean on each other like we should you know we don't we don't we don't trust each other enough exactly in in, in the body to say I believe this brother or this sister came with an excellent idea and I believe it could work. I believe that you know a lot of times we want to we want to get that credit. You know what I'm saying? To say I put this in place. This is my ministry. I She's did this. It, it worked. You know that that agenda. You know what I'm saying? And you want to be the one to get the glory. And you know we all like praise. We we're not gonna sit here and fake. Yeah, we're not gonna sit here and fake the fun and say that we don't like we don't like praise. We do. We love it. You know what I'm saying? It strokes our ego. You know what I'm saying? But where it gets in, you know, that, that fine line is to when you can't, you know, see that something else that somebody else brings to the table is working or can work. You know what I'm saying? you like, nah, that, that ain't going to work. And security. You know? Yeah, exactly. You, you're not led by the spirit in that area. Because if I have a, an, and just like I go back to that rave situation, like I said, I don't know who who came up with that, who was led by the Spirit to, to do that, because that it could have been the pastor. The pastor could have been like, man, we need to, uh, God told me to do something different. I don't know how to do a rave, but God just said, we need to have a big party in this sanctuary on Sunday. And I'm pretty sure everybody in that church didn't agree with. Like you said, you probably had some old members that was like, what in the world is this? You won't do that in this church. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) You know, so that is, you know, it's definitely a fine line, but I just think that we have to Trust each other in the body of Christ. You know what I'm saying. And as brothers, you know, brothers and sisters working together to to build that community, we have to be able to trust each other to say, you know, I appreciate you, and I, I know that you live by the yeah. spirit. So let's, you know, let's run. Got the same with it. agenda.
1: Yeah, exactly. We got the same agenda to win and to win souls. Well, we don't. I think that's what that what that what we aren't unified at. Mm-hmm. Like you see it all the time in church. The elder can come tell you, "Hey, bro, I need you to be here at 12 tomorrow. Can you make it?" But that doesn't get relayed the right way because really, Pastor probably told him to tell you, but it gets ready with, like, I want you here. Yeah. You know, you're going to be here at 12 and you need to have this on. In your mind, you like, who we're told, you, told you to tell me that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like the respect level. Yeah, but huh? I think if we were doing stuff the right way, if everybody had the same heart, same agenda, we know that, all right, this guy's, you know, maybe over me or per se, this is my next chain in command. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it probably did come from Pastor. I trust you. You know what I'm saying? We, we skip levels so much, you know. We don't respect each other. Yeah, and the pastor didn't say that. I'm going to go call Bishop, you know. So yeah, we got to get it together so everybody else sees that we're unified.
3: True. Because the world is watching. All day, every day. I Man, the world is watching. So it's, if we're not unified, they real quick to point that out, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they
2: going to point out the flaws. You could be doing uh, the good in the community. You could be doing community
3: service. But The but moment yeah. you have anybody who slip up, yeah, that's the front page. News, <laughs> you know, that's what they want to point out. You know, and just while we kind of wrapping up, uh, I just wanted to touch on what you said. That was that was really profound, Kevin. Because and that's why you have a lot of hurt people. Yeah. Like I was, I was even like jotting down some lyrics, and I was just talking about uh, church people are some of the worst people. But mm. truth is, mm. church people are some of the most hurt people. Mm. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You know Bars. what I'm saying? So so it's it's Bars. like Bars. Uh, <laughs> he give, he give I giving them to you right now. Bars. We 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 can think about, you know what I'm saying, like man, I can't stand and I, I've talked to several people who were like not involved in any type of religious activity at all mm-hmm. based upon a real bad experience with the church. That could be a separate topic maybe yeah. one time. But like based upon that shepherd, you know what I'm saying, uh being more of a wolf right. than yeah. a shepherd, yeah. right. and 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 like man, preying on the sheep and taking they yeah. they yeah. occultic agenda, like you said, yeah. and they they gonna, for, gonna force feed it to everybody, and instead of you having, you know, what I'm saying cohesion and unison, you gonna have collusion. You, you go <laughs> right, yeah. exactly, cohesion. and like you have people who who get severely hurt, Illusion. and and the damage you do is sometimes, you know, what I'm saying. Not reconcilable Right You know yeah. what I mean yeah. And God's gonna hold you To account too Oh
0: yeah Yeah God sees everything
3: man. He's gonna hold you To account man Man That's some that's Heavy some, Heavy stuff today boy. Yeah <laughs> Good good dialect,
2: Man good combo You know man. I didn't want to stuck in record again event. Saying
1: I appreciate Having the great Deacon here Kevin, Kevin That's man, my like brother-in-law Too if y'all didn't know Drop man, some knowledge brother Man like I was saying Last week too man I wanna say this again If you didn't hear it man whether you know it or not I look up to you in a lot of ways bro I keep you around man for a reason that knowledge just pushes me to be a a reader you know what I'm saying just to dig in man to get more knowledgeable so and, and along with revelation but I think you know sometimes we forget we do need knowledge too man we gotta be book smart as well and just know what's going on so I appreciate you man
3: even if we could have like hit record on the trip to Houston when we were right. ready to fly to Burma oh, well, first like, of all like,
2: y'all two were asleep
3: most of the time <laughs> me and nah, Kevin talked about it. <laughs> I wasn't asleep most of the time but I, I did fall asleep about that last hour but I will say all four of us was in the car and I'm saying the, the convo was dope Yeah, it the yeah, convo was, 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 was super dope Kevin was driving and he was not only driving he was driving home some points that was like powerful man so I uh, appreciate y'all, brothers, man. Y'all definitely making an impact in the community, you know what I'm saying? And I look to
0: y'all, brothers, man. You know, y'all doing a lot, man. So even with this broadcast, you know, keep pushing it, man. I believe it's gonna blow up more than more than you imagine at, at the beginning.
2: Wow. Yeah. yeah. Cause we just three know. brothers, just. Talking, <laughs> Toggle, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we, Look how it's kind of blossomed, you know? Yeah, man. So we appreciate you, man. You're
3: definitely coming back, we, Kev. Yeah, thank you, yeah, right thank on, you for man. coming, man. So, like, if, if y'all want to, you know what I'm saying, uh, definitely have Kevin back. And regardless, we having him back. But, <laughs> <we don't care. laughs> you know, sh- shout him out, you know what I'm saying. Uh, like, comment, share, you know what I mean? Like, let us know what you thought about it. Uh, thank you. For everybody who is faithfully listening, you know, I, I get every once in a while, uh, there's one person I want to shout out specifically, man. Her name is Kelsey, man. Uh, she's been, she been shout rocking out us to Kelsey. with us since the very beginning. She's given, you know, some suggestions, but she did say that, like, listening to the broadcast or the podcast, you know what I'm saying, uh, changed her life in cer- certain ways. Wow! wow. And I, wow. I, I, I'm not even going to get into like detail of what yeah. she shared because it's not. That's not really important. But she was just saying like she was um, had a mentality for one thing, and then all of a sudden like she saw us put up hey, the podcast is available. Yeah. She hit play, and her mentality and everything changed that whole entire night wow. based upon what we shared. You know. So, wow. Exactly. Uh, and that's um, that's
2: awesome because a lot of times we just joking. You know, right. like today we had a lot of uh, real uh, like us heavier conversation than normal but you know a lot of times we just sitting around joking sharing our opinions and our thoughts on stuff so I mean that's that's even amazing to me that you know that people look forward to us every Sunday Mm -hmm. you know that people like hey where the podcast at what time the (laughs) podcast people will text me and be like what time the podcast is the podcast up drop it right and that just amazes me man that you know that people actually listen to us like that, you know, so we appreciate everybody listening and tuning in. You so know, tell a friend their, to tell a friend. Giving their feedback, tagging us in posts, you know, that's that's awesome. Yep. Love
1: y'all, man. Hey, I already said my, my final comments. I was already. actually doing my duties. I would be
3: forgetting to post them on the page, so I was trying to get
1: all the old ones. I'm sorry. Cool. Definitely do
3: that, man. So, hey, no Adeline King for this week, but uh, we we definitely hit y'all with something. Y'all get a pass. You know what I'm saying? So, we'll, we'll figure two out for next week. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, we yeah. love y'all, man. So, y'all take care of yourself. Any last uh, words from Kevin? That.
0: God bless, man. Do the work of an evangelist. Amen, That's sir. it, man. That's what the kingdom is about. If we're not sharing, we don't care.
2: Ooh. Amen. Sharing this kingdom. He All right. and he didn't know it. That's
3: right. <laughs> so no drinking and driving, no sex before marriage. <laughs> where's, the, where's the live alright you All right, y'all. Peace. We out it. <laughs>